everybody this is misty and it's vision through the mist and um today i was going to talk to you about how i experience the world and activities and things like that so a friend and i were talking the other day about how we enjoy things and so she had mentioned specifically the zoo and i said well you know i went to the zoo as a kid and I visited the zoo as a teenager, and I've gone a few times with my son, not very many times, but I really don't get that much out of the zoo, unless, I mean, we go to the petting zoo part, but, you know, for the amount of money you have to pay, it's really not worth it for me, and she was like, oh, well, our zoo has an inclusive program, and we get to touch things, and she was talking about pelts and eggs and different animal artifacts that you could touch. And I said, well, you know, that that kind of thing doesn't really matter to me. And she was talking about museums. And I said, I like museums if it's something that I enjoy, such as a country music museum, or if it's on a topic that I enjoy learning about or researching. And she said, well, we can't touch anything in a museum. And I said, well, if there's things that someone can read me or if there's headphones that I can listen to the um, information on, which I've been to a zoo, not a zoo, but I've been to a museum recently where I was able to listen to headphones and it would read me everything that was on the little booths or whatever. And I said, you know, as long as that's available or someone can read to me, I do fine at a museum. And she was like, oh, but there's nothing you can touch. And I said, well, I guess touch is not as important to me in some respects, depending on the situation. Um, If it's something I'm really interested in, then information is fine. In fact, I prefer background information on whatever topic I'm enjoying. Um, If it's a song, I want to know who wrote it, when, what the inspiration was, who sings it, how many versions there have been, things like that. So that's not things you can touch. And, um, I know as a teenager, I visited an Elvis Presley museum and there was nothing I could touch there, but there was a ton of stuff that you could read about Elvis Presley and I left feeling like I got the full effect of the museum. So it just depends on, of course, the situation. I mean, there are times that if you can't touch anything, um, it can be frustrating but I'm not really a hands-on person. I'm more of a brainiac kind of person. So for me, information is how I learn and background. And I probably have tailored my interest toward things that I can enjoy without touch or seeing them. Um, I don't enjoy movies, especially the movies they have out nowadays because of the visual effects and they're so visual and I prefer TV shows because they have a lot of talking and dialogue and you can research different things. And I prefer concerts because it's all about sound and information. And so I think for me, I do a lot of activities where you can't touch things. It just depends on how much I can take from the experience. I I guess because I was not born blind touch is not as big to me probably as someone who is born blind because 
that's how they learned formatively and that's probably not how I learned so a lot of times when there's something I can touch unless there's some kind of narrative to go along with it I get lost (laughs) you know um it's hard for me to really process I guess what I'm feeling unless I know a lot about it so there goes back to the background information so um but on the other hand a friend and I were talking about the dog breeds that I like and she said you tend to like dogs with fluffy hair that you know is real soft that that's the kind of dogs you like and I'm like well that's how I get my input from the dogs is touching them. It's not like I can really see what they look like. So, like, I don't like wired hair dogs. I like fluffy dogs like Poodles and Bichons and Shelties and Yorkies and things that are fun to touch. So, in that regard, I am totally hands-on. Um, and with my clothing, of course, that's another hands-on thing. I don't like sweatpants and I don't like... Um, nylon material in some respects. Um, I don't like the what they used to call parachute pants. I don't like that kind of material. But um, some nylon stuff I do like just depends. But you know I am funny about material how it feels and I think some things I'm funny about sounds. So For the most part, I'm all about information. Um, I'm I'm really into music. So even with churches that I've been to, if if the preacher screams a lot and stomps his foot and things, I tend to not like those. I like soft-spoken people that are not going to startle me. So that goes into sound. And I like a lot of background information on anything I do. Anything I do, I'm researching it, trying to figure out how it started, who started it, you know, TV shows, music, dogs, anything I like, I pretty much research it and get some kind of background information, and it helps me understand it a lot better. So that's sort of how I am. You know, I was thinking about the things I enjoy because a lot of things that people enjoy, I don't. I don't enjoy fireworks. They're loud and I can't really process them very well. Um, And I spent lots of my life in fireworks situation. And it was, I was an adult before I could admit I really don't like fireworks. I don't get anything out of them. Um, And... I've, I went to many fireworks displays. I don't even think I knew that I didn't like them. I didn't, you know, then finally one day I was like, I'm not getting anything out of this. And I never have. Um, I don't like a lot of outdoors things. Um, I, I don't know how to swim. And I've never been someone who enjoyed being in the water very much. So, um, that's something a lot of people do, but I don't really think that has anything to do with my vision, but the fireworks, I think it, it's visual. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I personally don't enjoy because of my vision. Um, the movies, like I said, they're very visual. They're very loud. I don't enjoy going to the movies, but then I like concerts and concerts can be loud. So I think it's probably back to the visual 
thing. I mean, yes, there's things you can see at concerts, but as long as you can hear the music, you walk away feeling like you've got the full effect of the concert. Um, but concerts are something I started to enjoy when I was an adult. And I think it was just lack of, lack of exposure. I don't think I got the opportunity to go to concerts very much as a kid or a teenager. So I think that's why, um, and so many people don't like concerts. When I, you know, started going to them, I was over 30. I was over 30 before I started going to concerts. And then I was like, I really like this. So um, that is something I enjoy that it's very hard to find people that enjoy concerts. Although I noticed a lot of other visually impaired people like concerts. I like Black Friday shopping. I like getting the deals and seeing all the specials. And a lot of people don't like that. Crowds don't seem to bother me. Yes, it's a little harder to navigate. But I mean, sometimes life is hard for me to navigate. So being in a crowd doesn't bother me. I enjoy going Black Friday shopping, but no one will take me. Um, I enjoy traveling to some extent, but then again, I don't like to be in a situation where I am confined to one person. Like if I travel, I like having my own hotel or my own area to do what I want because sometimes I need downtime just to relax and just process and, um, a lot of times when you're with a big group of people, it's hard to do that, which part of that is, you know, being an, being an only child makes it harder to be in a, you know, family setting with several people for a long period of time. So, um, but I mean, I, I have a lot of things that I enjoy doing and sometimes I have to do them a different way or sometimes I tend to plan more want to know exactly what's going to happen, try to anticipate the obstacles, which I know is not always possible. But for me, having a plan, having an escape plan, telling people my boundaries, because I've been in situations a lot with people, especially when traveling where um, they didn't want to use the air in the car, or they didn't want to stop to go to the bathroom, or they didn't want to you know, have drinks in the car, or, you know, where I'm uncomfortable and I feel trapped. And so that's really hard for me to get wrap my mind around at times. So I kind of prepare and say, how's this going to be? And I'm going to need, I'm going to need this, or I'm going to need that. I mean, I've even stayed with friends who complained that I wanted to shower every day. So I usually lay that out on the table when I'm with, you know, someone I'm, I'm gonna have to shower every day or I'm gonna have to go to bed um a lot of my friends tend to be night owls so it's like I, I'm gonna want to go to bed before midnight so I mean I think sometimes I process things differently and I think my coping mechanism is planning and putting boundaries and setting up people to succeed and setting myself up to succeed by saying, okay, this is what I'm going to expect out of this situation. And so sometimes my other visual impaired friends will say, you know, because I'll say, I don't get anything out of that. So I don't want to do it. And not to say that it's all about me. I don't mind sacrificing and doing something if it's someone's birthday or something. Um, we went to the zoo recently for a friend's little girl's birthday. And, you know, I asked, I asked my son, did he want to go? And he said, yes. And I mean, we had a good time in the fact of interacting with people, talking to people, 
getting out of the house. He enjoyed it. Um, but as far as what I got out of the actual zoo, there was not that much. Um, another thing I don't get anything out of is sports. I don't understand sports. Yes, I know a lot of blind people enjoy sports. But I don't know anything about the game. And someone explaining it to me, to me, is just like, uh. I mean, yeah, I could research it and figure it out. But to me, the enjoyment is like seeing someone hit the ball or seeing someone score the point. And if someone's just telling me about it, it is, I don't know. I don't like experiencing things secondhand. I like to really get the full effect. If someone sings something beautifully or plays an instrument really good, I'm going to be able to enjoy that. And I feel like there's so many things in life that I can enjoy. Why not be stuck, you know, don't be stuck on the things that I have difficulty enjoying. Um, You know, I can enjoy music. I can enjoy talking to friends. I can enjoy lots of things. So, and, you know, some visually impaired people can enjoy sports. But I personally don't want to hear about the point or the score or whatever. I'd rather, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I'm not going to cheer with everyone because I'm not going to know what happened. So, personally, I like things that I can I can enjoy without someone's help. I mean, yes, in a museum, someone would have to read me the information. But most of the time, if I'm going somewhere like that, I'm with someone else anyway. So, that's not a big deal. But, like, you know, most people can enjoy sports by themselves. I don't want someone to have to tell me what's going on. And I guess they tell you on TV or the radio, but... I mean, some people listen to games on the radio, so I guess they tell you everything. But still, I just don't, I don't feel like I would enjoy it as much as actually experiencing it. Kind of like fireworks. Someone can tell you, someone can tell you what happens with fireworks, but that's not like the same as experiencing it. And I know when I was at the school for the blind, they used to take us to light shows. And I thought that was so funny that they took blind people to light shows. I mean, some of us could see some and some of us couldn't. And, you know, light shows and fireworks for me is like somebody just flipping the light switch. I can see the flash. And so it's like, oh, you know, you don't want to sit for hours and experience that. So, um, but, you know, we all experience things in a different way. That's what makes us different. And every visually impaired person is going to have a way that they enjoy the world and they experience things and they're going to have things that they enjoy. I mean, some of them don't like to go out to eat. I like to go out to eat. I like to experience new kinds of food. Some of them don't. I like concerts. I like Black Friday shopping. Um, I like pet stores to some extent. I like, I think I would like a dog show. Yes, I wouldn't be able to see it, but I think I would enjoy hearing about the dogs and I've researched dogs a lot. So I think, I think I could get something out of a dog show, but maybe not. I mean, I've watched some dog shows on TV and I've learned interesting facts about the dogs. I I had a friend that used to watch dog shows all the time and I was like, we're blind. How are we going to enjoy a dog show? And she was like, they tell you interesting facts. So she got me to watch a dog show on TV and I was like, this is really interesting. And yeah, it was frustrating that I couldn't actually see the dog, especially the breeds that I'd never felt before. But I mean, it just, I mean, I want to go to an actual dog show, and maybe I can see some dogs. Um, That's my goal in life, is to get to try that and see how I like it. And maybe one day I will.